This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing. But rest assured, you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hey guys, here's a message from one of our partners, SpiderVPN. As we all know, browsing the internet can be full of hidden dangers and snoopers, but you can easily protect yourself and at the same time get access to all your favourite websites and streams by using SpiderVPN. They have some amazing offers right now and have come highly recommended. Check them out at spidervpn.org and uh, get yourself some great offers now. And don't forget to mention Dazzling Dave or Always Wolves to get yourself a real nice discount. That's spidervpn.org. Good evening, good evening to everyone. Uh, whether you're watching this live on YouTube or you're watching it back on YouTube or you're listening to it on the Always Wolves podcast, uh, very much welcome to you wherever you're watching and listening in the world um, and this is the extra time show for what is becoming a very familiar scoreline Wolverhampton Wanderers nil uh, Manchester United one we've had Leicester nil sorry Leicester one Wolves nil Wolves nil Spurs one and it's been a very similar story in all all of the games uh, you're probably wondering where Amy is uh, again tonight. Well, she's off round the world. I think she's somewhere with her boyfriend. Uh, I know she's watched the match in a pub somewhere in the, the middle of nowhere. So she's not on the show tonight again. But we do have some absolute legends uh, joining the show, which will be uh, Manny, uh, my good friend and co-host of the Always Wolves podcast, which we're delighted to announce along with my YouTube channel, has been shortlisted as a finalist in the Football Content Awards, which is uh, absolutely fantastic. So I hope you'll vote for us on that. Um, we've got Thomas and his dad, Michael, and we've got Paul, and we've, we'll probably be joined by some other guests throughout the show as well. We're going to get going uh, first off with uh, Paul, because I know he's got to get up early doors. So we're going to be uh, chewing the fat on the game, uh, looking at the man of the match, trying to take... You know, and there are lots of positives. Um, 
and also obviously looking forward to the end of the transfer window, I can say that we will be doing a transfer uh, deadline day special, uh, me, Manny, and hopefully Amy, and, my, and another special guest at 10pm on transfer deadline day, running up to when the transfer deadline kicks in at 11 o'clock. So it's a late night one, but that will be a good show. And we'll have a good idea by the end of that show what Wall Squad will be for the rest of the season. I'm very much hoping that Neves and Adama Traore are still part of that squad in two days' time. So let's get um, uh, the, our first guest on tonight. Massive friend of the show. Always talks a, a great deal of sense. Hello, Paul. How are you doing? Good evening, Dave. Evening to everyone that's joining in. Yeah, I'm not too bad, thanks. How are you? Uh, absolutely good. And I should say a big thank you to our uh, partners who power the podcast, uh, Spider VPN. Paul, um, it's, a, it's a funny old day again today, mate. It seems like, I almost feel like I'm Bill Murray in that film, Groundhog Day, you know the yeah. film that I mean, because it seems like this day seems to be repeating over and over again. I mean, does it feel a little bit like that to you as well? It does. I mean, my overwhelming feelings are, are positive ones from that match today. I know the result didn't go our way, but if you compare it to some of the football that we watched last season, um, I remember particularly games at Leicester away where I think our XG was 0 0.04. Remember that that's one? That's expected goals, isn't it? Yeah, near the start of last season. And to, today, even though the players are pretty much the same, Trincao is new, obviously Jimenez is back. The, um, the desire to go and try and score a goal is so much greater and the tempo is greater. And even though we've lost the match, I've enjoyed watching us play again today. 15 shots on, on target and there's not many teams that are going to do that to Man United this season or to Tottenham or to Leicester. 56 shots in three matches against those three teams. So we're doing a lot of things right. There's one big thing that we do need to get right for the next few matches. Well, scoring the goals, hitting the back of the onion bag. I mean, I watched, uh, obviously, match of the day. A match of the day will be quite interesting tonight because... Uh, if it's a typical match of the day, they'll probably show Wolves with one chance and uh, yeah. United with the three chances that they uh, they had. And I looked on the uh, the BBC um, app at half time, and it says Wolves edged the first Wolves edging United, but no goals. I'm like, are you having a laugh? Wolves edged the first half. We completely dominated the first half. Um, yeah. I think it was more even second half, but I think I think. I think it would be fair to say we edged the second half and dominated. If it was a boxing match, it would have probably been stopped on points at half at, at half time. And then I watched that um, Saeed's chance because it was at the opposite end. I went, where in the where in the ground are you watching it from, Paul? Normally I'm in the Billy Wright upper, but today I managed to get my daughter in, so she went with my dad in there, and I went south, south bank. I was today. So that Saeed's chance was up your end? It was, yeah. Oh, I can't believe that's not gone in, man. Things like that, though, law of averages, they will start to go in. We're creating the chances, we're creating the opportunities. We're, we've got the intent to go and score goals and win the game, and it, and it will happen. I'm not sat here tonight feeling concerned, really. 
about it. I just think if you replayed those three matches again a hundred times, I think on average you'd end up with something like four, five or six points. Really? So I'm not I'm not concerned. You get little spells like that in football. You get little runs where it doesn't quite drop for you and you're playing well and, and you don't quite get the points. It'll come. Well, absolutely. And to be honest, I was talking about this on the way back um, with our posse that uh, go to the game. And I was saying, if it would have been any other sort of like start the season, played three games, um, no goals, yeah. no, no goals and no points, you'd feel like the Wolves fan base, because you know what they can be like, would be, oh, my God, this is... But everyone is still so positive, and I think rightly so, because um, from the second half of the Celta Vega game, through the Leicester, especially the second half against Leicester, through the Spurs game, the Forest game uh, away, which I went to on Tuesday night where we were just, it was like there was a slope on the pitch. Uh, and, it, and in the first half, it was almost like there was an invisible shield. I mean, as we didn't score in the first half of that, the, it hit the inside of the post bounced back into the keeper's arms. Yeah. Then it hit the keeper in the face. Then it hit some guys, you know, running across on, on his ass. And then once the goals came in, the first one, it was like, the you know, like buzzes. And then today, I just thought, well, after the first half, I thought, is it going to happen again? And, it's just, I think, I mean, someone tell me, is it 53, 54 shots we've had in the first three games without scoring? Yeah, 56, I think, um, according to Tim Spears. But, yeah, um, also you've got to take him into account the calibre of the opposition. Um, and if you just look at Man United today, they finished second last year. The amount of money that they've spent, considering there's been a pandemic, and they haven't really sold anyone, is frightening. But we frightened them today. And what did you um, what did you make of the goal, mate? Because I must admit, because it was up the opposite side to you, yeah. up the, uh, the North Bank, and I sit literally around about five or six rows back, just in, in line with the, um, the six-yard box. And when that tackle went in on Nevis, we all heard a massive crunch as if there'd been contact, not with a football, because with a football, it's more of a, a thud, yeah. like a dull noise. It was a high-pitched, crunching thing. And we, we all shouted that was a foul straight away. And then, obviously, they've gone on and scored. And Neves, is per, it, 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 it's, it's lost it, really. It's like going up to show the uh, Mike Dean the contact and, and, and have you had a chance to watch that back? I haven't watched it back. I've seen a still of the picture, but um, I, my gut feeling at the time was he's going to blow. He's going to blow. It's a foul. Um, I didn't have a problem with them not putting the ball out, even though they were asking us to do that. I think the game, you play to the whistle and yeah. the game should only stop if there's a head injury. Um, but I do have a big issue with that challenge. And the, the still picture really shows that it's halfway up his shin. Um, Graham Souness has called it a leg breaker on Sky. How on earth somebody can watch that back on VAR and say, oh, yeah, I think you've made the right decision, let the goal stand, is beyond me. That was the only way that they were going to score, I think, because Jose Sars probably had quite a quiet match. 
It's not well, worth the pepper in the I think, he, I think you're right. But I, and I, I have been quite impressed with uh, Jose Sarr. I think his distribution uh, when he gets the ball, he, he seems to get the ball out a lot quicker than um, Rui does yeah. or used to. And also, I think Rui used to be... Yeah, I love Rui, Patricia, don't get me wrong. I mean, he was great and he's a brilliant shot stopper and uh, world-class keeper. But he was very much stuck to his line, whereas Jose Sarr tends to come out a bit more commanding. But I do think he probably should have done better with the shot uh, that came in. Was it Greenwood that scored for them? Yeah, yeah it was, yeah. Um, I think he'd be very disappointed. But I think also, because of the tackle, I think Wolves kind of switched off thinking it was going to be pulled back in a foul and were like campaigning, you know, shouting for the foul. And that little bit of concentration where we've had, we've been very good. I mean, the defence, you've got to say, have been really, really good. You've got no Bolly that's been in there for a while. Obviously, Yerson's been out. Soyes uh, has been playing again at the left. You've had Kilman, who's been absolutely brilliant in every single game. I mean, his composure on the ball. Yeah, uh, He looks every everything... Um, a Premier League defender and Cody's done really well. Marshalling, he's been shouting at the players, you know, commanding, captain, all the way through the game. And I thought the defence had done really, really, really well, and you know, defended very well against United. And I thought we, you know, how we've been closing them down, uh, United, and winning yeah. the ball back. Matinho was like a little terrier. Neves ran the show today. I thought Trincao. Looked especially in the first half really good. Adama is unplayable. If he could score, if he could shoot, he would be every bit a hundred million pound player. It's 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 crazy, isn't it, mate? You made a good point there about the defence, and I, I made a similar point after the Leicester match. Um, their key attacking players today were non-existent. Jaden Sancho, I'd be surprised if he touched the ball more than five times or much. Cavani, when he came on, didn't have a kick. And that doesn't that says more about our defence than it does about Man United because we haven't let them. We've cut off the supply line to them. We've been really tight when the ball has gone in their direction. So that's um, another plus point for me that the defence, I think, looks really solid. And that's without Bolly as well because it hasn't always been the case when Bolly's not been playing. You know... Uh, to be honest, you, there's some people that thought Bolly would come straight back in, but I didn't. I actually, the team I put out was actually what I thought because Bruno Large has said he wants players going to bed, dreaming about players taking and having nightmares about players yeah. taking their thing. And I thought Saez hasn't done a lot wrong, really. Um, so he's kind of got the shirt. I do think, um, obviously, they're trying to get that centre back in. It'd be nice if we got another midfielder in. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's been a funny old game today. I mean, I also thought I was a bit disappointed with uh, Bruno Fernandez and Pod Podgra. Bruno Fernandez and Podgra are both world class players. Fernandez went down in the first half um, with you know like he was dying, and we were on the attack and we kicked the ball out for him. And then, literally, he got up, and two minutes later, he was running around like a teenager. Podga went down with pretend cramp. 
They played the game and there's lots of niggly, nasty tackles all the way through the game, stopping her, trying to cut out Trincao and Adama and Raul took a few knocks today as well at Source, Matinho and Neves, all getting chopped down at very Marcel as well, you know, and Samedo. All the way throughout the game, it reminded me of a Joe, Joey uh, Matinho, not Matinho, Mourinho Thomas first. What they did that did on us, and I found that very disappointing from top quality players. They were almost 10 10 players behind the ball at the time. We dominated Man United today. We did. Um, One point that I did want to make on the show tonight I heard a lot of uh, fans last season saying, We've got to play four at the back, it's the only way going forwards. But I think the last few matches have shown, even though we haven't scored, that even if you do play three or five at the back, whatever you want to call it, that can be an attacking formation if you have the correct intent and the and the desire to go and score goals. So um, I'm all for sticking really at the moment for this three five three four three formation because it's making us create chances. And we still look solid at the back. So I just wanted to make the point tonight that um, it doesn't have to be four at the back to be attacking. I think you're absolutely right. Do you know what, Paul? Because we did expect Bruno Large to come in with a four at the back. And um, obviously he, he played that way, obviously, with Benfica very, very successfully. But I think the fact that he's adapted, um, obviously saw wants to play to some of our strengths and not being able to, doesn't feel confidence in the centre-back pairing to be able to play the four at the back. And the way he's adapted it, OK, we didn't really see the best of it in pre-season up until the Celta Vega second half. But we're we're so on the front foot th- throughout the whole game. And playing that 3-4-3 is incredibly positive. And, it, yeah. it, and we've just got that little bit of security. Uh, Paul, to finish off with... Um, what would your would, would your performance rating be for today? And who is your personal man of the match? Performance rating, I'd give seven and a half um, because it could even be eight, actually, because if you're the manager, I don't see what you would do that differently if you played that game again, other than obviously taking the chances, look solid at the, at the back, looked exciting going forwards. So performance-wise, I'd actually give it an eight. I, I really enjoyed it, particularly the first half. Man of the match is difficult because I don't think one of our players really stood out, but equally, nobody was below a six out of ten. I think, I don't know who's got man of the match on Sky, but surely it's got to be De Gea as the overall man of the match. But yeah, in, in he terms made that of, save. In terms of um, in terms of us, I'd probably say uh, Ruben. Ruben um, Neves, not just um, his passing, but all the little things that he does that you might not notice to uh, straight away. His positioning, the way that he um, cuts off passing angles from the opposite team, he's very intelligent footballer, and I think he played a real key role today in keeping them quiet and getting our attacks going. Absolutely, and as a United fan here, Jaden. Uh, just to finish off with your segment, as a United fan watching the game, you, today you deserved it. Your problem is how clinical the front three are. And I guess that kind of sums it up at the moment. Hopefully the goals will come. We've got that new signing as well. Um, that's uh, The South Korean that's come in a bit on the pitch today. He looks like he's fast. He's got potential. He's, you know, he didn't do 
scored so many goals for, for Leipzig. He played 20 games, scored three goals in the Cup, not in the league. But for Salzburg, he scored something like 45 goals in 110 appearances and got uh, 29 assists. So it'd be interesting to see how he integrates into squad. Um, Paul, thank you so much. Always absolute pleasure to have you on uh, the channel. I know you're up early tomorrow, so uh, I've got you on first again. Appreciate and, uh, that, Dave. Appreciate yeah. it, mate. And hopefully after the international break, we can come in and be talking about that first victory and actually those first goals <laughs> as well. Yeah. Well, I'll be at Watford, so happy to talk about that after the match. If, Brilliant. If I'm going to and, uh... well, so I'll probably hopefully see you down there. Yep, look forward to it. And uh, well, I'm not looking forward to those the international break. I want the next match to come for us now, so we can uh, get out Bruno was Bruno Larger saying that he's like he did, he doesn't want the international break because the players, ten players are going away, and some of them won't get back till Wednesday, Thursday. We got the match on the uh, against uh, away against Watford on the uh, on the weekend, but that's just how it is. We'll I'm sure we'll roll with it, and hopefully we'll get the results and the goals are flying down there. Great stuff. Well, good to speak to you, Dave, and um, speak to you again soon. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. Okay. Cheers, everyone. See you. That's Paul, who always talks a lot of sense. We're going to get Thomas and Michael on next, and then we're going to get Manny on after that. But we've also got backstage, we've got Spencer, Tuba Wolves, and Scott. But here comes uh, father and son, Thomas and Michael. Hello, guys. How are you? How are we doing? Not too bad, not too bad. What All too good. Bad. I don't know if you can turn your camera around so we can get more of you in. Um, like that. Oh, no. upside down. I, I don't. Um, sorry. Flip that. Yeah. Is that better? Uh, well, you're still upright, but we'll go with that. Um, yeah. yeah got, I'll just try and get you a little bit bigger on the screen. There we go. Okay, nice so one. We're, so we're actually weighing a caravan. So if the Wi-Fi is not great, you might. Are you weighing a caravan? Okay. Fantastic. Give us your thoughts on the game then, guys. Uh, you're sort of freezing. Um, so let's just uh, give us your thoughts on the game. Hopefully you, you, we, we can hear some more of you. If not, we'll try and yeah. get you back on. Go on, guys. Okay, yeah. So... Sadly, guys, you're not coming through um, with the connection, unfortunately. Um, Give you one more we, go. We thought it was a, a, another good performance. Same problem, not scoring goals. Um, awful decision not to give. If you, you watch a slow motion play, can you hear me? Uh, sadly, no. We've lost Thomas and Michael. We'll try and get them back. Let's move on uh, to Maddie. Sorry about that, guys. Maddie, are you ready in the green room? He is. So here he is. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm on. I'm on the diet vanilla coats. I'm on How the diet you? vanilla. <laughs> I saw you hanging out with a few of the uh, players today. You've hung out with Ella Kobe. You've been hanging. Yeah, out you know what? We just I just met a few friends that I hadn't seen, and um, uh, we were just milling around and um, uh, just talking about the match. And Mel Eves popped out first, and I said to Mel, "You need to go and teach our players how to finish." Yeah. Introduce the ball to the net. Here's ball. Here's net. Please go in. You know? <laughs> a bit, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and after, you know, a few of the players came out. George Ellico, absolute legend. So, nice meeting those players. But, wow. You know, that was my first home game of the season, by the way, because I was in India for the Spurs game. You were. And uh, how did yeah. you feel about it? 
Well, you know, it's I watched the Spurs game on the box and it was carry on where we left off first half um, on the front foot. The way Bruno plays, high press, you know, not respecting the opposition, just taking it to them. And Dave, I've said to you on these podcasts, rewind them for three years. I've been saying two years, we don't score enough goals. We didn't score enough goals last season, regardless of the Raul injury. We didn't score even goals the season before, not enough. We only ever score ones and twos. And now we're on zeros. <laughs> so know, that's, that's, the, that's the issue. But, you know, the general play, the intent, the chances. Let, let me put it this way. If someone said Spurs, Leicester, Man United, you will only concede three goals. But goals you will have 56 attempts. Oh. You'd say, wow. Wow. Would. You would say, wow. And you'd have expected out of 56 attempts to score three or four goals. So we should, we should we should be sitting on four to five points, and we would say, "Wow, what a start!" Going into a run, Watford, Norwich, Southampton, Newcastle, Villa—all games that if we show the same intent, the same style, same front foot, maybe with the odd addition, you know, surely we've got to pick up points. So I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful, but you just want to see that. I think Ruben Neves sort of summed it up. He goes, that one goal, that first goal, you can see it will give a big release, not to just the players, the crowd. It, it, it happened against Forest on Tuesday, mate. When yeah. the first one went in, the floodgates opened. It was like yeah. a minute later, we scored again. You look at Bruno, who did the interview today after the match. I just watched it and he goes, it's just going to be a repeat of the Spurs, I'm afraid, what I'm going to yeah. say. And you could see in his, he just wants to see a ball hit the net, celebrate, punch the air. All fans go wild. And that sets us off. And that's all that's missing. Let's be honest. It's all the defence. Three games has been imperious for me. Yeah, you know, they are. We can break apart the, the three goals that we conceded. But if we only concede one goal a game for 38 games, 38 goals conceded will be one of the best defences in the in the league. Uh, uh, yeah, Manny, actually, good points on the goal. What What's your take of that goal? Number one, at the time... I, you know, where we're sitting, I can't call it a foul or anything. It looked like a late challenge, but we don't have hindsight. Um, and then, obviously, he's gone through and put it in, and that can happen. That can happen, you know. And I'm not here. I don't dissect every little mistake we make. Could the keeper have done better? Could the def- When we haven't scored goals, for me, it's about... Football's about putting the ball in the back of the net. And if we score two... Three goals, which our chances should warrant, then we're not worried about the odd goal we can see. The problem is we don't score goals, so that's what we've got to solve right here, right now. Our problem is putting the ball in the back of the net. So well, um, uh, that's what we've got to focus on. We've got to focus on our defence. Let's be honest. They look, you know, um, we've mentioned a few players. Marcel, a new signing. You know, the guy's so strong, puts his. It puts a challenge in, doesn't get shaken off, and thankfully, touch wood, it looks like he's shook off his, you know, fragileness in the injury, um, you know, uh, all the injuries he had. And and the defence, they were solid. They did what they had to do. So we have to focus on how the hell we're going to, you know, put this ball in the back of the net because some of the chances we have, they're not like, they're not even like half chances or, you know, scuff. Or, you know, they are guilt edge right in front. The size double save. I mean, 
you just don't know how that's not got in. If it had lashed, um, if it had literally lashed that lashed lashed at it, it would have hit the top of the roof. Um, Rob O'Neill says, Manny, take yeah. off the gold tinted glasses. Yeah. Number of shots mean nothing. Slowly heading to the championships. How do you answer that? Well, if that's the way you head to the championship, then you know that's your opinion. You head to the championship because you don't you ha- you show no passion. You're not up for the game. You're not creating chances. You're not competing. And you get rolled over like we used to get rolled over in 2003, 2004. You know, one of the seasons under McCarthy was the same where he was getting tonked and we just weren't competing. We've gone toe-to-toe with Leicester, Spurs and United. And all three, Brendan Rodgers, Nuno and Oli, will be thinking, wow, got away with that one. <laughs> Bonus oh, points for us. 100%. That's what they would be thinking. So if the intent wasn't there and the creativity wasn't there, then obviously you would say, oh, my God, we look absolutely dreadful. Three games, no points, no goals. Yes, we are going to get relegated. But that's not the case. That's not the case. You have to be blind not to see that actually, wow, you know, these are... Look at Maguire and Varane, yeah, international defenders. 100-odd million pounds between the, the pair of them. You know, £80 million Sancho, never got a kick. Not because he was rubbish, because we never let him play. So the general play is good. The general play is hopeful. We've been excited watching it. But, but you only win matches if you score goals. It doesn't matter whether it's Sunday League. It doesn't matter whether it's Champions League. Have to score goals. So that we have to solve that problem very quickly. The next matches are matches that now we'll be expected to get points from. You know, people were fairly pessimistic of the first three matches. Oh, we haven't signed anyone. You know, um, we're not going to do very well. We've got a new manager. How will it go? And we've actually, I think, on general play, we have impressed people. We've impressed pundits. We've impressed, uh, you know, the people watching, the further audiences. And we, as fans, have been impressed by how quickly Bruno has got his tactics onto the pitch. It's not his fault that we're missing, you know, one-on-ones. Um, we have to put the ball in the back of the net. He signed a new player. Don't know much about him. I don't know much about many of the players we signed. Hopefully he can add a bit. You know, Raul hasn't had the chances. Let's be honest, he's come back. Big injury. You know, he links up really well. He linked up really well in the second half where he laid it to Adama and Adama squared it to Trinko. It wasn't the best ball from Adama, but Trinko should have took a touch. He had time to take a touch and compose himself and he sort of just lashed at the shot and that was the big chance before the size one. So he still is our best centre forward and um, uh, he will get fitter and stronger and I'm sure as soon as he scores one, he'll be on a run again. He's a, he's a class, class um, operator, his role. Um, but we're hopeful. Like Paul said, it's not. I'm not sitting here now. I'm gutted about the result. I'm gutted that we haven't scored a goal. But we're not here thinking oh my God, we're going to get relegated because I only think that if we have a, if we're nowhere near competing with the opposition and that's how we used to be when the, in the years we used to get relegated. We basically looked like second fiddle and we're not. Manchester United know today they got away with it. You know, they oh, got, no, yes, they no. were stronger in the second half and they showed a lot of experience in managing the game and a few tactics, which... You know, we can boo and hiss all we like about players going down and trying to waste a bit of time, but it's exactly what we expect our team to do. You know, when um, uh, when the chips are down, you have to be ruthless like that. They are they are winners. But you look at Neves, 
in the midfield, Pogba and Fernandez, he made them look ordinary. He was head and shoulders above. Absolutely. Two, well, Mo Bennett the said they only noticed Sancho when he got subbed. I think that says a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I mean, you know, if he's a good player, don't get me wrong. Sancho is a good player. He don't, you don't, you know, score all those goals for uh, Dortmund and get an England side and and get eighty million pound transfers to Man United for nothing. And we didn't let him have a kick. And to be fair, we didn't let many of their players have a kick. Um, but unfortunately, um, you know, when you don't score, then the opposition are in the game. If we've scored one or two goals, which our play warranted, then. You know, they're, they're going to panic. And, I'll tell you um, what, Manny, I was right in line when Trinko went through and he beat the keeper and I thought he yeah. was going to go in. Yeah. And then it was a good defence. I mean, to be fair, the Man, two, the Man United defence did defend well. Uh, they they've did, got yeah. two, um, what were Maguire and Varane, who mm. came in, very, very experienced defenders. Yeah, Man United have just gone 27 away games without defeat, which is now a new record. In the Premier 28 League. now, isn't it? 28, is it? So, you know, they, they're not... We're not playing, we're not playing, you know, Doncaster Rovers. This is like a world-class football team. And for many parts of the match, we totally schooled them. We were, they were hanging on. They came in at half-time thinking, got away with that one. And in the second half, yeah, we, whether we tied, whether we, you know, goals give you a lot of confidence in a lot of lift. And when you haven't scored and the chances go begging again, um, we haven't scored in the previous two matches. Then you're going to get stung, and that's yeah, exactly you are, you are. exactly but, what but, happened. You know, we got a, we, a lot. Of, I think Paul said the international breaks at the wrong time. We just need Watford next game straight away. Get in there, and and show the same intent. Show the same front foot play, uh, and dominate the game as we have done for three games. You know, the Leicester second half was was brilliant. I went to that one and the, the Spurs game by all intent with the whole game, we were very much on top. And, and today the first half and for many parts of the second half, I think we did fade as as we hadn't scored and, and we probably were shaking our heads a little bit. And um, I think there's a bit of a problem where sometimes he's trying to bring other players in like Silver and Gibbs White, but he's probably thinking, who do I bring off? Because actually we're playing well yeah, and you're exactly. playing well. Who do we bring off? And and sometimes it's easy to bring off the wrong players because Trinko and Triore just need to be on the pitch. I think you know they were they just are a threat, regardless of whether we've scored or not. And um, yeah, it's hopeful. I'm still hopeful, and um, I'm excited. I'm excited about what else he's got to uh, bring to this side. And 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 you can already see the intent. Uh, totally different. Nuno had his way. And it worked because he beat some of the big sides, but that was his way. But we, we did. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. Maybe I'm just saying this, yeah. but like judging after what I performed, I know since we're going to head down to the championship, this is not a team that's going down to the championship. This is a team that's going to be pushing. <clears> in my opinion, after even though we've lost the first three games, I think we'll be, by the end of the season we'll be pushing top seven, top six. And oh, I, okay. I think we'll finish above Tottenham, even though Tottenham are top now. I'm not as hopeful as you on the top six or seven, Dave. I'm not going to say that. But, um, you know, the, the we have to get a result. So get a result. That sets the ball rolling. If we don't get a result next game, you know, well, then you suddenly won't. people can turn because it's Watford next. It's not Manchester United or Spurs or Leicester. So we have to get a result. It, no, make no bones about it. However well we play, I remember... You know, Blackpool had a great season, the ones in the Premier League, and they got relegated because they played really good football. So 
we there will be a point where we we say okay we've played lots of really good football but until we get results it means nothing so eventually that time will come i don't think that time's right now after three games against very very good opposition teams that will be in the top in around the top four you know and and we've got to stick with bruno obviously he's only just started and he's he's um i think he's done brilliantly to um, get his methods onto the pitch very quickly, and um, uh, we've got to, you know, draw the team on. Hopefully, the selections are right, and we stick the ball in the back of the net, and that's the, that's how it starts, you know. And um, we've I've... suddenly got options with Pedence being back and Wang Yi Chan, who's a new signing. You know, he's another forward. So we've got forward options. It's not relying on the Luke Cundles and the Chem Campbells, and you know, we've got now some some good players and the players up front even role you know will have to up their game and score goals because they'll know there's other people waiting in the wings that um, are ready to 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 have a go themselves so man so Mane, to finish off with your segment how would you give the rating out of 10 and who is your personal man of the match today from I find seeing- it hard to give a, a really really high rating when you lose a game yeah. Um, you know, and scoring goals is part of football. So I can't really go above seven out of ten. There's goals that turn it into an eight or or higher, you know. So seven out of ten because our general play was good, our intent was good, our pressing was good. Defensively, I thought we were very, very good. So it's a seven. Um and I'll just give the man of the match up. Ruben Nevers is a really easy one to pick, but I'm gonna give it to Marcel. Um, mm. just somebody who's who's had eight Nuries in. We bought him and he looks really good, but he's sort of took that place and made it his own. And he's strong. He um, uh, sets off he's attacks. experienced as well. He's experienced and, and you can tell he's got a bit of know-how. He's not scared as he, about whoever he comes up against. He doesn't seem it, it, like it phases him. He'll go in for a, a crunching tackle if he needs to be. And we need that. We need that little bit of nastiness. You know, other teams have got it. And, and he certainly adds that. So I'll give it. Uh, I'll give it to him. Absolutely brilliant, mate. And you will be able to join me, Manny, on, as I say, Tuesday night. It's the big debate transfer deadline special where we'll be looking over the whole of the transfer window and hopefully feeling very positive about the business that we've done. A key thing for for me, get a centre-back in, hold on to Triori, Manny. I think we'll be happy. You know, if we if we if if someone says Raul, Triori and Neves will still be at your club, you know, that's yeah. three huge. That's we've done well to keep them because they are very, you know, sought after players. And then um, I'm not one to say we need three, four, five players because we've got Yerson, Bowley, Pedence, Johnny, Neto. We've got four to five players to come into this side yeah. that yeah. has, in general, play dominated some top six sides. So, um, yeah, I'm expecting probably an, one addition or maybe two. I don't know. I've never commented on any of the speculation on social media because, you know, the way Wolves work, you know, they reveal nothing, they say nothing, and then they unveil the player. I'll tell you what, Manny, 48 hours from now when we're starting the show, we'll know. Yeah, we'll know. Absolutely brilliant, mate. And great that you are... uh, Obviously, fantastic. Uh, we just uh, we raised I've got over never, two, never scarf on. over two thousand pound raised from samosa Saturday for dementia. Yeah, no, brilliant. Uh, you know, I, was, I met Merv. He he bought some samosas to the, the yeah, game. Yeah, he said he's better. There was another fan who showed me the samosas. So people have been smuggling their samosas into the 
into the stadium. Brilliant effort again. The fans are just tremendous. Um, you know, hopefully next one, you know, we'll pick a game. Very, very busy. And it's hard to get a home game on a Saturday, but um, we'll we'll pick a game before Christmas, this side of Christmas, where we'll we'll be at the ground outside before the match and, and everybody can join in. Looking forward to that, mate. Absolutely brilliant. But keep up the top work with that. Thank you. And, you know, always support and uh, magnificent effort, not only raising money for Dementia UK, but also raising some money for the foundation at yeah, points during the last yeah. uh, year as well. Brilliant effort from everyone. Manny, thank you. And no doubt uh, we'll be playing tennis sometime this week and yeah. we'll be getting together, as I say, two days from now. Tuesday night, yeah. Transfer yeah. window. No problem, Dave. Thank you, everybody. Have a good night. Nice one, mate. Take care, mate. Cheers. Bye. So that's uh, Manny. As always, talks uh, a lot of sense. Um, brilliant, uh, again, to hear what Manny's going to say. And say, join me, Manny, and hopefully Amy, and another special guest uh, two nights from now for the transfer deadline special. Uh, that's certainly going to be an interesting show. And I know some of you have said, Dave, you're, you're off your rocker thinking we can finish seventh. And maybe I am. Maybe I am. I am always positive and but I was concerned. But I don't know. I just think that this team is good enough to beat anybody, anyone, any team we can beat playing like this. OK, we've got to put the ball in the back of the net a lot more. But I feel really positive that we can beat anybody. And I feel that we're good enough if, with, with as long as we keep hold of, like, say, Neves and Traore, bring in uh, another couple of players. I think we're going to have a good squad that's strong enough to uh, to challenge for that European places. And I guess you'll have to judge me on that come towards the end of the season. Next up, we're delighted to bring back um, a friend of the show. It is Tuba Wolves. Hello, Craig. Great to have you back for a new season, mate. Hiya, Dave. Um, really, really nice to be back. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm absolutely shocked that, that, that we've uh, we've got no points and no goals. Uh, we are, we're playing so so well um, today uh, to, to to play uh, what 500 million pound side off the park today. We, we absolutely battered them. Um, and it's and let's just let's just let's just stop you there for a second, Craig, because you are the sort of person that if you're not happy, you will come on here and say, <laughs> oh, no, "I'll tell you." You will. You. So you know, you will you will be very very critical. So you're feeling very very positive. Leicester, Spurs, Man United, we have been top draw. Large, large has got us playing in in absolutely the right way a high press giving teams no space whatsoever moving the ball with speed one touch football never's playing out of his skin because he starts to play forward not defensive when Nuno had him if you look at spurs now and england in the euros it was it was, it was not like what Jim Wolves wasn't it last year yeah. It was yeah. it, it was defensive. It was not let's go win the game. It was let's make sure that we don't lose the game, and and the mentality is different. Large has just literally turned us into uh, you know monsters, uh, hunting down the ball, not giving quality players any space. Um, and and you know what? You, you know what, Craig? I mean, I'm a massive uh, fan of Nuno. I think many of us are. 
Uh, and, you know, I wanted him to be given a chance for this season because of what happened last season. However, saying that, the football for the last 18 months was down. And I think there were reasons. But again, um, someone said to me earlier on today, can you see a Nuno team playing like what like this? And the answer is no. And it's kind of a a revolution in the way we're playing from being ultra defensive to being so attacking. And I know you might laugh when I said we'll finish higher than Tottenham. Tottenham are going to get one nil results. I agree with you. That won't last forever. I agree. Um, with you. And we will start scoring the goals. And um I think, you know, Tottenham are doing well. They're getting the results. They're top of the table right now. Arsenal are bottom. So if you're a Tottenham fan, it doesn't get much better. But when it doesn't get much better, I think um, where can you go from here? Because I, I can't see that Tottenham side, the way they're playing, really challenging for top four, even maybe they're challenged for Europe. But I think Wolves will be in the contention. I think Wolves can chase them down. I really do. And I think we'll... I think we'll beat them in the cup, and I think we'll beat them next time we we play away. But you, Dave. I, 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 can, I can see this side being top top six, top five. Uh, I mean, they're playing wonderful stuff. We're just not doing one thing, and that's scoring. Um, and the composure's lacking, Dave. I, and I think that's down to the fact that these players want to do so well. So, so they're snatching at chances. And they're getting a little bit hotter in the head when they've got an opportunity. Um, we missed so many chances today, didn't we? And and it's it's so so um, maddening, uh, frustrating to see your side play so well, play a, a multi multi million pound side off the park, play Spurs off the park, play Leicester off the park, and not score a goal. That that. And there's not much more you can you can say because in in terms of structure and setup and speed of play and press, we're doing everything right. So there's nothing to moan about apart from that that end product, which that's a frustrating thing. I'll tell you what. There's a, a killer Luke who's a Liverpool fan watching the game today. I thought we were completely robbed. Absolutely. What did you make of the the United goal, mate? It was a foul, Dave, and with a with a more picky ref. I mean, we knew when we got Mike, Mike the Cheap Dean that uh, we were never going to get anything. He hates Wolves. You can see he that. Does us, he does us every single time, doesn't right, he? But, but, but the still of it, which, which, is, which is the most crucial thing, Pogba has gone right over the ball, right, right into Nevis's shin, which is a reckless challenge, Studs off the ground. It's a red card. It, Is know, it a red card because it wasn't two foot? I thought initially it was two reckless. foot. It's reckless. If it's reckless and you're off the floor and and you and you've got no control over the tackle, that's a red card. That's so, I mean, you know. It, but Dave, I have to say that should have made no difference, shouldn't it? We should have been. 3-0, 4-0 up by then. So so to moan about one foul in a game is, is sort of missing the point that we're not taking uh, the guilt-ed chances that, that we've got. And you mentioned Adama. If Adama could finish 
or he got a final ball, it'd be worth 150 million quid because he's oh. unstoppable. It looks fantastic. It's just well, frustrating. Kevin Jackson says Craig makes no diff to who we play if he can't score. But he's right. Football's about goals, isn't it? Yeah. And 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 we I'd rather I'd rather lose one nil at the moment for the first three games, Dave, playing the way we're playing, than lose one nil playing playing the, the Dara stuff that we were we were playing last season, which was Do you know, do you know what? Thinking the, the they always say with a striker, uh any striker in football. You know, if they miss goals and they miss chances, but they're getting in the right positions, then the goals will come. Absolutely. It's if you're not getting into the positions to shoot or shoot on goal, that that's when you really worry. Because as long as you keep getting into the right position, you keep making the chances, eventually the goals will come. We have got to be so much more clinical. And it does seem like we've been so unlucky. It's like we just sometimes need a little bit of a look going off the back of someone's ass or, you know, take a deflection. But every little ball that bounces seems to bounce the wrong way for us. You know, Soyis, uh, I watched that um, that double save from De Gea. It was great. And he did everything right. He headed it down. It was saved. And then he tried to, you know, play it into the into the corner and De Gea. If he'd have just lashed that, the second one, and he'd got it, lashed it into the roof of the net. Like... And then he, but he, he tried to put it in, and we're just trying, I think, to be too sure with the goals. I mean, there's another one. Trincao had that shot, kind of an overhead kick that just went past the post in the first half. Then Trinko beat the keeper, and it was a sliding tackle to, to, uh, you know, you just think, oh, oh, it just won't happen, but it will happen. The goals will come, and we are playing against very good defensive. Tottenham defended very well against us. Last dish tackles, Leicester last dish tackle, tackles against us. United have got two world class defenders in Maguire and Varane, um, who defended very, very well, especially on the set pieces. Uh, and we still had so many shots on target. But we can sit here and say to we're blue in the face if we don't start scoring the goals. You, everyone's right. We will. You won't get any points, but I can't. I can't see that not we'll happening. Dave, we will start scoring. We look, everything's there apart from the goals, isn't it? The way we're playing is just, it's just terrific to watch. I mean, today, I couldn't believe that, that first half. To play against a quality we play today and, and literally outplay the side, they haven't got a clue what to do with us. We were, no. we were, we were, we, 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 the, the interaction between us and every single player played the part. I mean, it's so difficult to pick man of the match today because every single... Well, let, let's game. move on to that, Craig. What? Who is your man of the match? And who? what is your performance rating from today? Let's hear it. Eight out of ten. Um, with goals, would have been a nine and a half, ten, wouldn't it? Out of yeah. ten. Troy Oray, for me, he, he just... I wish he'd got a, uh, that, that end product day because... He's literally unplayable when he picks a ball up, um, and he makes so much space for everybody else. And and also anybody that thinks that that guy is not playing for us needs uh, needs to give their head a wobble because he's he, every time he, he's so so much effort. So Nevers, 
and uh, Adama really close, but Adama's got it for me because every time that he that he picked the ball up, Dave, he looked, he looked, he 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 scared United to death. Absolutely, mate. So Adama's got the nudge from you. It's been spread around tonight, so it'll be interesting on what Spence and Scott say on their man of the match, and I'll give mine at the end. Yeah. Thanks for all the work you're doing. You did it ah. through, through through the England Euros. No, but but you know, it's really easy easy to just come on these shows and not to appreciate that somebody's got to do a load of work be, behind the scenes. You've become a legend for us, a Wolves legend, uh, getting money on who, who talks so much. Like a legend. You just do an absolutely great job. You did it through through the Euros with England. From from all Wolves fans, thanks, thanks for all you're doing for us. Absolutely top draw, mate. I appreciate that. And of course, Craig, thanks very much for your support as well. It means the world. Hopefully we can meet up for that drink soon. Absolutely. Which would be nice. Right, there's Craig with his thoughts on the match. He's making his debut for this season. Much appreciated, mate. Hopefully you can come on uh, one of the, the shows coming up after the international break as well. Absolutely, buddy. You take care of yourself. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Tell that, buddy. There's Craig. Of course, if you watch the end of last season, we had Craig playing his tuba as well because he is a, a very talented uh, musician as well. Merv Bennett says the producer deserves a pay rise, 100%. Uh, agree on that one without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, we've got Carpet Steve, United fan, extremely lucky today, but all those missed chances cost you. Very, very good if there's a United fans on there to come on and say that, and we appreciate that's a very fair comment, much appreciated. Next on, all the way over in sunny Blackpool, we have another friend of the show, Spencer. How you doing, yeah, mate? I'm doing good. Um, to be fair, that game was really enjoyable, and Wolves definitely should have got more from that. We de- Wolves deserve the win overall, to be honest, in my opinion. Well, I would say that we'd probably deserve three points, let alone one, but we ended up with none. Mm. That's football, and it's uh, it's a bit a bit of a familiar theme, Spencer, for the last for the first three games of the first season, games, yeah. um, which is why we're very positive on the one hand, and we can see the potential, and we love the way we're playing. But you can understand people on the other hand saying, well. It's all right playing this great football. If you don't put the ball in the back of the net, you're going to be in trouble. And to be fair, playing like this and a narrow defeat, outplaying Leicester Spurs and United is one thing. But then when you come up against Watford, Newcastle and Brentford, things could turn if we don't start taking these chances and winning these games. Well, um. Obviously, I think most of the originals know that I'm obviously an Everton fan and I kind of support Wolves as well. Well, that's because um, you were a Wolves ball boy for four years. Yeah. The, at the end of the day, if you're if you're a Wolves fan and you've been a Wolves fan like you've been a Wolves fan for like all your life, you've got to come. I would say you've got to come away happy with that game because the way that you played was so dominant and. I think, personally, Wolves should have been about 2-0 up within the first 15 minutes. Well, you ain't wrong there. I mean, the first seven minutes, we had three really good opportunities. Okay, I think I think first seven minutes, you had, had already two shots on target, which were really good shots. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 
Um, that I don't, I don't know who what his first Trink Trinkel. He was yeah. really good. He was brilliant. He's the chap we've got from Barcelona on loan with uh, an option to buy for twenty five million at the end of the season. Uh, he's going to be going into into his role more and more. I think. Mm-hmm. We've got Ashley here. who's made an interesting comment. It's good to actually see uh, United fans coming on watching the show. Uh, Ashley says, United fan here, I was actually scared how many chances you had and seeing Troy against Fred scared me even more. How on earth we didn't lose that is crazy, but unlucky yeah, today definitely. to you, you deserve the win. I mean, that is uh, is very, very tough. I, see, is, I like football fans. United, like yeah. I like football fans like Ashley, like, because he's seen it from an open opinion. He knows that that game could have turned either way. It could have been a, it could have been a win. For, well, it was a win for United. It could have been a draw. It could have been a win for Wolves. Like football fans like that, they have an open mind. They know what could have happened. They know the consequences. And to be fair, that was it. Was just unlucky for Wolves today. Yeah, I think that's class when you get you, you know you when you get comments coming like that from a opposition yeah, fan. Um, you know, that's a really class comment. So thank you for that, Ashley. I appreciate it. Um, oh, and the Tuba Wolves said, forgot to say, DD, we should get Jesse Lingard, scorer of goals, end of top show. Um, um, I, think, uh, I think it's done in the forward positions with the uh, the new South Korean chap um, coming on today. I think it's more defence than maybe a midfielder that we'll Jesse, look at. Jesse Lingard might be making a deadline day move to Everton. I would be surprised with that as well. But he is gonna where if he does go somewhere, he's gonna de- definitely I mean he did was it West Ham he went to last year? He he was brilliant for West Ham, yeah. And yeah. obviously Everton are looking for a replacement for Rich Allison if he ends up going to PSG, which is only happening if Mbappe goes to Madrid. Well, there you go. The the uh, the transfer merry going of dominoes waiting yeah. to I think it's gonna be a very interesting the transfer deadline day, that's for sure. So Spencer, um let's hear your Wolves performance rating and your Wolves man of the match? Um, performance rating, I would have to say a nine because, as I said as I said at the start, I personally think Wolves should have... We, we should have won that, to be honest. But I, I, no disrespect to any United fans. You, you won the game kind of fair and square because I didn't know what that foul, foul was like at the start. Like It didn't look like it was a foul. And then you watch it back, obviously, because I'm watching all the way from up north on the TV. It it kind of was a foul, in my opinion. Um, I would have to definitely say an, a nine rating for the overall performance of Wolves today. And I would have to say my man of the match is Traore, just for the way that he scared the midfield. Like The, the, the midfield, like Fernandes, Fred, Pogba, they just couldn't get anywhere near him. Well, that's well said. And if you're watching this, um, obviously, on YouTube, please could you do us a favour and uh, hit the like button for us. It lets YouTube know that you're enjoying this content. And if you are new watching the channel, be really grateful if you could subscribe and uh, hit the bell notifications. There will be a full match vlog out on the channel on Monday, um, which will be following the game from the build-up through to all the match action and including the goal. Uh, in the game today, and that will be a good one to see. And we've had some interviews with some more fans. I, I would just like to say, obviously, you know, my family's um, all Everton. Yeah, I would probably be afraid for when we play you because, I mean, 
you, you're more than likely with that attack of football, you're more than likely to absolutely like be all over Everton. Well, Everton have had a good start, seven points from nine games. Uh, sorry, from nine points, so that's a good, uh, a good start. I'm not sure when Wolves play Everton. I can't remember. I think it's next, not September, October. In October, is it? So yeah. that will be yeah, uh, be quite good. And you've been watching a bit of Blackpool as well, haven't you, mate? Um, okay. Yes, I have. <laughs> Blackpool season tickets. So you'll just love your football, Spencer. That's good to see. You're living in Blackpool. You're supporting you're fan. Living in uh, living in Blackpool. Going's got a Blackpool season ticket holder, but also a Wolves balls boy and, uh, and Wolves are your definite second favourite team without a shadow. Obviously, I mean to be fair, I think like over lockdown, um, I kind of like stopped being like so biased to Everton, and I just decided to be more open, opened up about football. So I can literally just watch any football game now. To be well, honest, well, to be fair, let's let's just before we finish with you, your family are all Everton fans, so you're going to be an Everton fan. So that's yeah. one tick. You lived in Wolverhampton for a lot of your life and was a Wolves ball boy for four years, so that kind of means that you. You've got an affinity to Wolves and you oh, live in Blackpool. So the three teams there, they're all good reasons why aren't you that why you like them and support them. And um, Steve Griffiths says, uh, fair play, Spencer, good football fan. I respect that. I respect that because um I mean some of my some of my friends will say, Oh, make your mind up, make your mind up. How can I make my mind up when I've been in si- si- like different situations at the same time? But to be fair. That's just their problem at the end of the day if they don't like it. But overall today, I'm impressed with Wolves and they, they, they did have a good performance. And there's the answer. Roger Tomlinson says, oh, no, November the 1st, oh, okay. we play. Is that home or away? Do you know? Um, I'm not sure. Maybe they'll, Roger happen. will tell us in a second. Um, so, yeah, Spence, thanks very much for joining us. Yeah, no worries, man. Appreciated, mate, and obviously great to have you back on the uh, channel and hopefully see you in uh, Wolverhampton in the uh, near future. I'm coming down in Wolverhampton on Thursday, actually. Oh, you see your family? Um, I'm down for a week. Oh, right, that's good. So I might bump into you anyway then. So yeah, cool. I'll I'll be around West Park at some point playing tennis, you know me. <laughs> I'll come and visit. All right, mate. Nice one. All the best, Spence. Have a nice one. Bye-bye. Cheers, mate. So, um, apparently, for the answer for Spencer, Roger Tomlinson, Wolves are at home, Spencer. And our last guest, because he does love, he loves just soaking it all in, he does, um, is uh, Bushbury Hill, CEO, sporting director, um, player, and also... As seen on social media, he also does the job of the uh, emergency sponge man as well. We've got Scott. <laughs> Hello, mate. And you're the yeah, the Bush one four one today. Yes, we did. Great result. Um, yeah, it was a great result. One of the players decided to go down and wanted my treatment. So I had to do the Baywatch run. I um, saw it, man. It was funny. Absolutely <laughs> funny. But at least we can laugh about it. Yeah. So uh, Scott, well, you're up last again. I know you love been uh, the the bookend to Paul at the uh, thingy. Um, just let me know what your thoughts are on the game today to finish off on. The best the best way you can look at it is we've we've played three very good teams. We've been the best team in all three games and we've lost. 
I, again, I'm not worried. It's a transition period between Nuno to Bruno, and the period so far that I've seen in these three games and the cup game you can include is this manager is got us going the right way. And if you look at the game that we got coming up in Watford, um, it's a game where Raul's got history with Watford. He scores against Watford, and we need a team to score a lot of goals past. I've got a good feeling about Watford. I honestly have. Well, I like that. I've had a good feeling against Tottenham. I had a good <laughs> feeling against United as well. And my feelings, my good feelings were right because we played well and we should have won, but we didn't win. It will um, it will come. We just need to keep the faith. We need to trust Bruno's process. We need to trust what he's trying to do. And you can see from all the games that under Bruno so far this season that the progression is there. The one thing we just lack is the goals. But with people like Raul, Podence, Neto, Traore, uh, Trincao, the goals are going to come. They will. And it proved that when you were at Forest. Because you compare him to Nuno. If that was Nuno, I guarantee you, half the team that would have gone to Forest would have been under 23s. Well, took- I think he's, I think he's going for something. I just want to answer this question here. Wolves FC talking things. Dave... This new signing does look does look like he's got pace but can't finish to save his life. Why can't we sign anyone clinical? Well, I'll just, you know, watch my video on this South Korean because, yeah, he played 20 times for RB Leipzig, Red Bull Leipzig last year in the league. He didn't score, granted. He did score three goals in the cup, but he was at our Red Bull Salzburg the year before that, a couple of years before that. He scored 45 goals in, hundred and I think, 120-something games and 29 assists. So just because it didn't quite work out for him in the Bundesliga last year, in a, whatever system, doesn't mean uh, that it's not going to work out for him here. Wolves looked at him, uh, the, the Korean, um, they looked at him when they bought Daniel Pedence in January 2020. They've had their eyes on him for quite a period of time. So Wolves have bought him on loan with an option to buy. So they've done it the right way. So let's give the guy a chance. And I think you might be surprised. You listen to what Bruno says as well. He only wants top players. That's why he was determined that we keep Traore. He was determined that we bring in top quality players. And like you said, Dave, this player has been on the Wolves radar for a long time. And I think yeah. it was he wasn't in a position to come to Wolves at that current time when we first went after him because they had sold quite a lot of their players at that time and they wanted yeah. to keep him. Fast forward to now, we've got him now. He's still only 25, I think. 25 years of age. Yeah. And apparently he's almost as fast as Trial, right? He's faster than Son. Apparently mm-hmm. he's quicker. And with, okay. a, ma- with a manager that is attacking-minded and you could already see what he's trying to implement, it's a, it's, it's a great addition, if you ask me. Well, it's, it's on loan as well. So mm-hmm. it's on loan. Wolves have used the loan to buy option many, many times, very successfully. So if he comes in and does the job and impresses like they think, they'll buy him. If he doesn't, they'll, like, um, they'll let him go. So we've got a chance to, to, for him to see how he likes us and for us to see how we like him. Uh, and Wolves will definitely get a lot of South Korean uh, fan base. I mean, just look at how, how it's worked for Tottenham. So there's uh, there's method in the madness. Let's just wait and see how he's used. I don't think he's going to be uh, straight in the side, no. but he's, he can play as a central striker, um, i.e. as a support, a backup for Raul along with Fabio, but he can also play along the front three as well. So it'll be really interesting to see how that works. 
Uh, Scott, your general feeling on the uh, the first three games and today to finish and your uh, match uh, performance rating and man of the match? For me personally, um, this game was just like the other two. Um, best team on the on the pitch. Just did it. The result just didn't go away. I'm confident of things going our way as time goes on. I do agree the international break has come at probably the wrong time for us, but I'm still confident Bruno's going to get the best out of his players. Um, talking about that challenge, it was definitely a red card. You saw his shin you guard think it was move. A red card. Yeah, or yeah. Do you think it was? It should the no. goal should not have stood. Neves straight away has gone to kick the ball. He's kicked the ball. Pogba's come over. He's hit his shin guard. His shin guard's come round and then sprung back. Like Neves said in his interview, he's then gone to run because he didn't know where the ball had gone. As soon as he knew the ball was not in any like danger for us, he went down. Mike Dean is literally standing in front of that incident. You like if fans could hear the connection, why couldn't? Mike Dean. Oh, right. I'll tell you what. You know, it was probably 40 yards from from where we were sitting and you could hear the crunch. Mike Dean's just useless. Like, I've said this many times on many different videos on YouTube. The Premier League is the best league in the world, but it has the worst officials. Well, it's been said many times, but uh, Mike Dean has history with Wolves. I thought, you know, he, he, we always seem to be on the wrong end every single game. Of a Mike Dean decision. I remember the game against Cardiff, uh, that key game away against Cardiff when he decided to give them two penalties in added time to try and scupper us, but luckily we, we survived. And um, each that that I, I do think, having seen it back, um, now it was a foul. Um, I'm not. I don't think it was a red card personally because it wasn't too legged. It wasn't. It was a bit out of control. But it wasn't two mm. feet. But I think it was a. It was a foul and a yellow card. But there's a few tackles that went that he didn't give yellow card through today. And if he'd have clamped down on United players early doors, they wouldn't have been getting away with it later on in the game. Well, one criticism of that whole incident, anyway, that led to the goal was, I don't want to criticize the team because, like I said, all season I've been happy with the performances and I do know things are going to change for us as time goes on. But my one criticism is Saar has to do better with that shot. And I'm not going to criticise him because I think Saar had a good game. I think he's been playing well for us. But that's bread and butter. He's got to be stopping that shot. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think Saar will be disappointed with that. He had a good game up until that point. Mm. Whether or not he was distracted um, because of the could foul... Be. And he lost okay. the concentration. But you, you've only got to but switch it, off against a team like United for a split second. You will get punished. It comes back to what Paul said in the very f first um, call that you had in. And it, it, it's for any level of football. Play to the whistle. Even if Neves has gone down, concentrate on the danger. Until the referee blows that whistle, you, the game's still going on, regardless of whatever has happened in that incident. And literally... If he did get distracted by it, hopefully he'll learn from it. Hopefully. And who did you say your man of the match was? My man of the match tonight, I'm going to give it Nevers. Nevers bossed the midfield. Um, Nevers is a different player under Bruno. This is probably the best I've seen him in ages. Um, and Traore, like Traore feels like he's been unleashed this season. So, like, if he could finish, it'd be the the perfect person. The perfect I'll tell person you what, you, you, you ain't wrong. 
I'm hoping that will come. I'm, I'm going to tell everyone whilst I've got you on, mate. My performance rating was eight, and my man of the match today, uh, which I gave him my match reaction, was also Neves. I thought he ran the show. I thought it was magnificent. He is a wolf through and through, that bloke. He is a wolf, complete wolves. Wolf he is. You know, I can't believe we've had someone like Neves. I thought he might go this window. Um, four years, five years, and he's played for us. He, he's wolves through and through, this this, this lad. I'll, I'll tell you now, Neves is always going to be linked to different places every season, but I guarantee you Neves ain't going anywhere. He loves Wolverhampton. He loves the club. The guy gave up Champions League football because he believed in the project. He still believes in the project. He's been a big part of this project. And this is probably arguably one of the best seasons he's had so far. And he's only just getting started. So I'm confident Neves is probably going to be like the player of the season for me next to Traore. But the goals need to come and they will do. I'm confident of it. Um, my match rating, I would say 7.5. The only reason why I wouldn't give it any higher is just because it's the third loss in a row in the league and we still haven't scored any goals. But other than that, top performance. Absolutely, mate. I agree. I completely agree. Um, and we've got two days to go till the transfer window. Hopefully, you can. Uh, everyone that's watching here on the stream, please smash a like on the video. And hopefully, you can join us 10, at 10 p.m. Tuesday night, the last hour of uh, the transfer deadline day to talk about the transfer window. And that window can close. And we've still got the likes of Neves and Traore as part of the team. And I think if we can come out of this window, as Manny said, with Raul, Neto, who obviously is injured, you know, Neves and Traore is still in our team. and We've added a few additions. I really do believe we've got a team that's going to go places this year. I really I've got, a, I've got a feeling that two players will come in, nobody will go out. I, I think you might be right, um, to be honest, mate. And uh, let's just hope that's the case. I think it'll be, there will be some something happen. Whatever happened, I just really, really hope that Wolves do not let uh, Traore go on no. transfer deadline day because I, I think don't, that would, I think I that would deflate the fans and deflate the team. I don't think they will because you look you look at it as well. The only team that was interested in him really was Tottenham. Tottenham's already spent some money on some players. I'm not a Tottenham fan, so I couldn't tell you who they are. But there are a couple of players that have gone to Tottenham recently. I th- I think they're done with Traore. If Kane had gone to City, then yeah, it might have been a bit the class. Yeah. But because Kane's staying now, no, he won't go in this window. And even Bruno said he ain't going anywhere in this window. So I believe he won't go. The biggest transfer on deadline day will be Lingard to West Ham. Permanent. Oh, well, Spencer thinks Lingard's going to Everton. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. I reckon he'll go West Ham because he had a really good season with them. Last and a good season. relationship with their fans yeah. as well. And yeah. you look at the you look at the amount of players who've just come in that played the Lingard role. Ronaldo, Sancho, nah. Lingard, Lingard needs to get out of United and go West Ham. He'll relish there because West Ham are unbelievable this season. Absolutely, mate. Well, I think that's a, a good one to finish. Uh, Scott, thank you very much uh, for joining us again. Much no appreciated. I know you don't mind whatever you go on. Um, I like, like I said to you before, I like listening to everybody. So You do, absolutely. Thank you so much, Scott. Much appreciated. No worries, man. You look after yourself. And See you, everybody. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, wherever you're watching in the world, that concludes uh, tonight's extra turn. As you know, we didn't have an Amy tonight. Hopefully, we return for the next one. She uh, she is out and about a lot these days. 
and hopefully you've enjoyed uh, these the the show. If you have, please smash a like on the video. Uh, whether you're watching this live or back on YouTube, and leave some comments. Look out for the uh, look out for the match day vlog, which will be out on Monday, and also check out my match reaction. And if you're listening to this back on the Always Wolves podcast, it is available as you probably know on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all good podcast providers. And just to remind you that uh, my channel um, and also the podcast has been voted to make the final of best uh, fan channel for the Premier League and best podcast Premier League. So please uh, look underneath all my videos, leave the votes on the website for, uh, for both my channel, Dazzling Dave, and also the podcast. We really appreciate that. And look at following us and the Always Wolves under Instagram and Twitter or myself, Dazzling Dave, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, thank you for everyone that's been in the chat today, contributing. Much appreciate to all of my guests and to you and your loved ones, wherever you are in the world. Yes, we've lost again. Yes, we've not scored any goals. But boy, it's been exciting. It will come. It will happen. Keep believing. Keep the faith. And uh, I'll see you on the live 10 p.m. Tuesday night for the Great Debate Transfer Deadline Special. From myself, Dazzling Dave, until till all of you guys, wherever you are in the world, always Wolves. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.